0: tones i'm austin williams you just heard the movement offering off of douglas j cuomo's seven limbs seven limbs was a collaboration with nels klein and the Azuri quartet the work is a ritual in seven movements based on the seven limbs a fundamental tibetan buddhist practice of purification here is an interview i conducted about the collaboration and efforts that were put into this album if you don't mind, I'd like to kind of start just talking about the, the collaborative efforts between you and Nels and the, and the Azeri uh, Quartet. Sure. And, you know, what, what, just what was that like? Um, it, what, um, we can get into like the, the challenges maybe or something like that. But, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, how, how was the experience?
1: The experience was, was just fabulous. I would. Uh, I had had this idea for a long, for quite a long time, about doing something with guitar that would be doing a lot of improvising, electric guitar, sure. and string quartet. Um, and uh, for various reasons, I never really acted on it. Um, yeah. And then once I decided to, I thought, you know, I was thinking about who I would want to be the guitarist, and my ideal uh, choice was Nels, who I didn't know. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> But I, uh, but I approached him with this idea. Um, and, and we met, um, over lunch and talked about it and he was, ve- and he was really excited about it, really cool. interested. Um, and you know, he'd heard, I'd send him some music to listen to. And all sure. That stuff. I was, uh, that,
0: that was another question of mine is if you guys had a previous relationship, uh, to this album, but I guess the answer that's no,
1: no, no, we did. We didn't. Um, but we we, we, st- We hit it off uh, right away. I'm a a guitarist, so I mean, I'm not like a you know playing at the level of Nels, but I'm a professional guitarist. I played a bunch of gigs, and I play a lot of different styles, and I played jazz, and I played rock and funk and all that stuff. So, um, so we had a lot of commonality there, just in terms of how to talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Nels was incredibly uh, open and uh, generous about figuring out uh, sort of what what my vision was and trying to uh, figure out how he could best serve that. Um, and a lot of my vision was to let Nels do what he does,
0: but there's always going to be that, like, it's, it's the classic, um, the composer and the performer you, and you, you both, well, in your case, you don't know each other, but you know each other's like styles, I guess, relatively Mm -hmm. and, and you want to let him do his thing, but then the performer also wants to honor what, (laughs) what you want as well. So, uh, Right, exactly. So you can't,
1: (laughs) right, exactly. And I know that you're a composer too. And I looked at some of the stuff that you have written involves improvisation in a setting like this as well that sure. I mean, you're you're familiar with you know with this with this thing about it yeah. which is that you do you can't just say okay just do your thing whatever right right <laughs> you know um, especially because you're giving a sort of a different context yeah for them musically than they might be normally used to yeah yeah um so we talked at great length about sort of what Kind of emotional mood I was looking for, or what mm-hmm. sort of you know sort of sense of what I wanted the music, his improv- improvising to be like or to evoke. So we talked about that you know in a very uh, kind of abstract way. Yeah. And then we also talked very specifically about sounds. Yeah. For each part, and um, we didn't have. So we got together before the pandemic happened a couple of times and once was just to talk um, and then we got together and went into his uh, rehearsal studio and played a little bit together which was fun for me yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. <laughs> um and and nils brought his all of his pedal setup which is very extensive yeah right yeah a bunch of he has a bunch of stuff on the floor and he also has a bunch of stuff on a table that he manipulates with his hands okay while he's looping. so he's got he's got you know quite an extensive um wow. and very particular and personalized setup okay and so we he went through um lots of different sounds i was just trying to get not even a catalog of sounds but just to get an idea of sort of how he thinks about things and how he yeah work the and everything for sure
0: i was actually yeah. that that was actually a very <laughs> it's funny uh that was a specific question of mine is how were these um you know nels is very known for his um uh, being in like the experimental scene and all that stuff in Chicago and doing like mm-hmm. wild stuff with effects pedals and all this. Right. All these things and I and uh, when I heard he was on the album I was like, oh well, you know, you can kind of expect that's going to be there cuz that's kind of his flavor. But how were those decisions made? But it sounds like you guys just kind of got together and
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I was writing when I was writing the music I certainly had an idea about in which movements you know where i wanted them to do stuff that you know a general idea of what i wanted them to do yeah yeah um you know where it was going to be more melodic and where it was going to be quieter and where it was really just going to be you know you know sort of that almost like pure noise kind of thing yeah that, yeah that he does. there's a couple of of uh sections that are like that um and nels was um very uh, uh keen on knowing exactly for every section, sort of what his sound was going to be. Wow. So we actually went through and he figured out and sort of made either mental notes or wrote down notes on his part. Um, You know, for this section, like these are the pedals, this is what I use. Okay. So that that was kind of set for each performance. Okay. what he played within that was not not necessarily set. Um,
0: Right. So when you did the recording session, it was, you know, like most improvisation, it it was... Something of a flavor, but it wasn't always the same thing. Ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I, I would imagine that there's multiple takes of the different, you know, movements or parts out there. That I'm sure yes. that that was a process to figure out which ones made the
1: album. <laughs> it certainly was, and the way we ended up doing it, because um, so Nelson and I met a couple times before the pandemic happened. I had written some of the music then, but not all. Sure. Um, and then. uh, and pandemic and so we were not getting together yeah and i was continuing to write and we had had four we had during a two-week period we have four or five concerts uh, booked at the beginning of 2021 was it that recently yes yeah 2021 um and of course they were all canceled um but three of them uh uh ucla and the moss center and then a uh uh, Perio, which is in Houston, okay. um, agreed to do, and in fact wanted to do live streams. So we did three separate live streams, but we did them all from here, from uh, from Brooklyn, oh, okay. where, where I live, and Nels lived at the time, um, and this, the quartet is also from in New York City and various mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we actually recorded that because we didn't really think that we'd have another opportunity to go into the studio that soon. Oh. And it was such an undertaking to do that recording, to get everybody to find a place that could do the live streams and also capture reasonably good sound. Right, right. And then to have all the sort of protocols in place. Uh, th- this was in February, so this was pre-vaccination. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if they everybody performed masked and we had the windows open in the place, even though it was like freezing. Cold <laughs> and, um, people were wearing jackets. I'm
0: sure the, the, the string instruments were just going wildly out of tune and just, well,
1: a, yes, yeah, on those, there's a lot of tuning up. yeah. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> so we recorded there, but then we, there were three performances. Um, and we did a couple of, we did one day of kind of pickups here and there. So there were a lot of different takes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's almost for the better, right? Because the more you like yeah. any, any work, the more you workshop it, the more you, um, nuance exactly. you find it. In, and that's, you know, ultimately what, what it's about. So, um, exactly. I, I, what I found particularly interesting douglas throughout the um entirety of the album or the entirety of the piece um there are these movements that were very focused on the string quartet and then there are these movements that are very focused on the guitar you know where you might have mm-hmm. only string quartet or you might have only guitar or just like a little bit here and there of either or um mm-hmm. and reading about the piece it's really about the fluidity of the two um kind of coming into the foreground and background, if if I'm understanding it correctly, mm-hmm. from what, from the way it was described. Um, can uh, talk about maybe some of the, those decisions that you made of when to showcase, you know, um, Nels and his guitar versus, you know, the Zuri string quartet.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. There is some idea of sort of, fluidity and having sometimes having them be you know very distinct and sometimes having them be a little bit more melded together sure um i also knew that i wanted to have a from right from the beginning i i knew that i wanted to have a section when nels was just playing acoustic guitar because
2: mm. uh, mm-hmm.
1: you know, he's you know he's known for all that sonic experimentation those things he does but of course he does all this other stuff so beautifully also he's sure. a very you know he's a very super sensitive player and listener and all of that um and you know very beautiful yeah very beautiful playing as well as that kind of so i knew i wanted to kind of encompass all of that stuff sure. and with the quartet too of course they're you know fabulous yeah. players yeah. all of them um and i also realized that since this piece was was going to be long mm-hmm. it's going to be you know an hour it's actually a bit over an hour even mm-hmm. um uh, and then when it's live, it's even a bit over what they. <laughs> um, that I that I wanted to have a lot of variety, yeah, sonically, yeah. as well as tempo and intensity and all of that. Um, so part of that was thinking about okay, so like you've got five instruments and four of them are strings, yeah. So that's that's some, you know, that's that's a pretty homogenous sound with the strings and the, right so what can you do over this period of time to kind of give some sh- you know some shape to it right um and so that was one of the things you could do is have just this quartet playing sometimes yeah playing sometimes sometimes together sometimes alternating so it was kind of you know, thinking in those
0: terms. Well, it's you know, it's what it's orchestration, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, but what's wild is you know, Nels has this, like we said, just like a very wide um, sonic palette, and uh, that that's truly just like another. Uh, it's a, you basically have a whole orchestra at your disposal with yes. with what he can do, <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or what, what's what's achieved through his um, as you described it, sonic exploration. And I, you know, through I, I felt I feel the album is it's very well paced, and you're given these moments of uh, kind of a palate cleanser in a way. Um, mm-hmm. The I'm trying to in my notes here. Um, I think it was the uh, rejoicing. Oh uh, no, I'm sorry, the requesting, the, the first part of that, I um, find that just to be a very, uh, kind of a nice break from um, maybe everything that is before it and to come...
1: I think that's exactly. I think you're hearing that. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because you're yeah. hearing that as I sort of was hoping that it would be. It's, <laughs> it, it is a moment that's different there, and then you sort of hit the high, the highest gear for the last, in some ways, for the last couple.
0: Yeah, and that's. You know, the, mm-hmm. I mean, personally, my last two, the the last two movements, beseeching and dedication, are actually like I, I love the way it ends, um, especially that first part of mm-hmm. beseeching. is just so aggressive and in your face and that's I I love that um Mm -hmm. (laughs) was that I I, specifically with that movement uh can you talk about it what was the process for writing that
1: well I knew that that I wanted that to be sort of the most sonically intense movement sure um and I knew that that's where I wanted Nels to have the, the really that sort of sort of noise, almost pure noise quality to some of his playing. Sure, so especially sure. like okay, let's have him do some of that like right at the beginning.
0: And is that um, was that something that you um, notated, or is that just like kind of a verbal uh, collaboration between the?
1: No, that's a that's a. I think I might have written in the score like, but you know, anything sure. I wrote in the score was ended up being verbally we talked about yeah, it anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I knew that I wanted that from the beginning, and certainly a lot. You know, some of what Nels. Plays is written out. Um, sure. There's some sort of melodic things and some of the, a lot of a certain amount of the chord voicings.
0: Yeah, in yeah. some of the
1: quieter parts are, are written out. Um, uh, and at the beginning of the acoustic guitar section, a lot of that the whole thing is written out, and then he improvises. Yeah, but yeah. for but for beseeching, so I wanted him to be doing that, and then I wanted the string quartet to also be really kind of you know strong. Yeah. With, what they were doing
0: it's there's just a wonderful you know after that first part you know we move into the second part and there's this wonderful textural layering um and in in the strings um which of course i think it it really uh it it builds and then there's kind of a a stark contrast actually like halfway through that second part um where we're, Mm -hmm. we're almost halted and again it's yeah um it's obviously very deliberate and it it makes it brings the listener in that much more um and then mm-hmm. they kind of return to that intensity in the third part <laughs> No, ah! 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 A lot of times in the in the work, you have the strings doing an ostinato or some kind of, um, you know, repetitive rhythmic gesture. And then we get a Mm -hmm. a, a melodic line from um, Nels. Is that uh, is that improvised most of the time then?
1: Um, no, things you mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If he comes yeah. if so, if there's like an, I, I noticed like I said, multiple times in the album, there's like an ostinato in the strings, mm-hmm. and then he'll come in with like a melodic line. How often is it improvised versus maybe something that might've been written out or,
1: um, I think, geez, I guess if you did it by number of bars, it might be like 10% written out or something <laughs> like that. Sure. it's Not, it's not a lot written out. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
0: this, I'm, I'm mostly, it, yeah, it's it's just, um, I, I think that's really great, you know, that he can just come in and, and obviously what well, he didn't just come in there, you know, like there was, it speaks right. to the level of collaboration that was going on. And yeah. It sounds like it was a true collaboration where um, both parties were, you know, interested in each other's goals. And
1: yeah, you, you it know, really. It, it really was yeah
0: the the movement um the confessions and purification um i, I mm-hmm. think that's mostly string quartet if i remember correctly yes it is yeah yep. yeah so do you see that kind of yeah do you do you see that kind of as um i mean uh, first of all did you know you were writing for this specific group initially yes, I uh, yeah. so is that kind of uh, your, the your the chance to let them shine so to speak or to, to kind of give them there. Yeah, to have
1: them, right, that they could sort of be there. And there's other sections within sections where they're they're on their own. Right. Um, and I also feel like the the section after that, the rejoicing, which is this sort of rhythmic stuff, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of hits playing and you and all of that stuff, it really gives them a chance to do this, um, to, to sort of display this really kind of subtle, rather supple kind of groove yeah. thing that they've got going on because they're really great at that. Um, Yeah, yeah.
0: How, how many, how often was it that, um, the, the quartet, you and Nels were in the same room, was that every rehearsal or were there some where it's separate or?
1: No, they, they well, they were separate beforehand.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the
1: quartet had some number without just of, on their own. Of course. Of course. Um, and, uh, Nels and I did not have any real rehearsals on our own. I think, you know, if, if things were different, we probably would have. So yeah. it was really just, um a couple of days of rehearsal and then the live streams and then over the summer of this year we had one live performance at um at caramore
0: can you talk about Uh, the um that experience too of having it perform live what was the um audience reception or what what was that what was that like
1: yeah the audience the audience reception was really really uh strong and warm and positive so that was that was great it's always great Um, (laughs) yes it was great um (laughs) And it was interesting because it had been a few months of course since february to june that they hadn't played the piece then we Mm. just got together that day and they kind of ran through it Mm. Um, but it had really deepened um okay just over time it kind of sunk in some way and also i think the the this was i don't know if it was the first live performance for all of them but it was among the first for sure that's cool. couple So there was just this incredible excitement about just being on stage and playing with live musicians in front of an audience that um and of course the audience felt this charge also yeah yeah um so that experience was just like you know it was really 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 great
0: what what i think you've done with um seven limbs and this this whole project and this album is you've, you've you've definitely traversed uh Many uh, um, styles and you know aesthetics, but you've also uh, made the listener reflect a lot on you know possibly themselves or just the experience of listening to it. Given the the ebb and flow of the music throughout. If you listen to it from front to back and I actually did, I love doing this with albums. I've listened to front to back. I like to listen to it opposite way and see how it kind of pans out just, oh. to, you know, and it's, that's just a weird thing I like mm-hmm. to do. But, um, and even then, yeah, uh, you, know, you know, and even then it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, it, it still evokes some emotion or connection and even in a different way. So, um, right, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything um you'd like to say um about um anything we didn't touch on before we um
1: take off here? Um. I don't think that I do. You gave me such free reign to talk. I think I pretty much talked about (laughs) whatever.
0: That's, that's how I like, that's really how I like to do it. Where, where's a good place for people to listen or, um, acquire the, the album. I've been listening to it directly from that link you sent. Mm -hmm. Um, but if that's, is that, I don't know
1: if that's available to public or. No, it's not, but it's on, it's on Spotify and all the major streaming services. Okay. And, uh, you can get it actually, uh, exists as a CD as well. Okay. Um, and it's on uh sunny side. Okay. Great. You can, uh, you can get the, uh, beautifully designed, I believe CD, um, and yeah. with the track with liner notes and all that stuff. Um, if you're into that kind of thing from, uh, from sunny side, great, great. Oh, there's one thing, actually I realized okay. I could talk for just a second, which you can obviously, as with all this stuff, you can include it or not, but, um, the next, so the thing that I'm writing right now my next big project it also involves improv, improv improvisation <laughs> um the next big project the one that I'm working on uh writing right now involves improvisation in a kind of classical contemporary classical context okay and I'm writing a a uh, concerto for the jazz saxophone player Joe Lovano oh um, nice and it's going to be at Fort Worth Symphony and London Philharmonic and a couple other places too um, My goodness. Yeah. So I'm thinking about those similar, all these kind of things that we were talking about before. Yeah. About uh, fitting that in and how does the, you know, how does the improvisation work with the written part and how do you, yeah. You know, how do you shape the form and all of that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um. So those are still things that I'm, you know, that I'm still uh, working with even now. So
0: of course. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that or hearing the news about
1: that. So. Yes. yes. It's going to be premiering in about a year from now.
0: So Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. I'll keep my I'm ear to the ground. On. It.
1: Absolutely. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: let you know about it. For okay. Sure. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much great. for your time tonight.
1: Thanks a lot, Austin. It was a pleasure.
0: Yeah. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us on this interview with Douglas J. Cuomo on his most recent album, Seven Limbs. Relevant Tones is a production of Axis Contemporary Music, a nonprofit organization with the mission of bringing musical creativity to life every day. Find out more at acmusic.org.